the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're sitting here at Milberger's on the porch of the two-story building out here. And if you want to come visit, uh, you can. There's lots of folks out here today. Uh, nice day, wind out of the south. Not uh, the sun's kind of blocked by uh, some the clouds, so it uh, feels doesn't feel real warm. And look like they've re- restocked stocked the tomatoes. Oh wow! Now you notice I didn't stop and look what varieties were there. Well, there, there's no, a little, that, that didn't turn out a little well. fence over there. That's <laughs> it. No, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Because last time I stopped and looked at the varieties. Yeah, they're. <laughs> they're I got so excited because there were 968 and uh, and the Ruby Crush and everything. And they're uh, they're and all the, responding. And the, uh, uh, all the real grande gold peppers are here too. Oh, are they in the gallons or in the little four? Uh, they're in four and a half inch. Okay, nice. But uh, so we made we made the deadline. You know, Trey said. He wanted some, but uh, we need to get them before the gardening season is over. So uh, we uh, that very same week, I went home, made sure the guy had, uh, made sure the grower had a uh, uh, plant, a uh, seed. And the seed was very uh, kind of iffy. Oh. Because uh, it was kind of old, nothing, and it had been in my refrigerator. Now, speaking of <laughs> speaking of everything, if he if he seed, I got about two, I think uh, two uh, lettuce plants left. Is, any, is anybody seeing lettuce I, out I, there? I I, I uh, put out the call to uh, Jack Hoover up yeah. up north. Yeah, and Jack Jack is probably seeing. His wife's saying, we moved these hundreds of miles, and we still can't get away from here. <laughs> no, Jack uh, consoles with me uh, very often because he's in the Master Gardener group up there. Oh. And uh, obviously which, play. Which county is it? I don't know. It's up by Lake Buchanan or somewhere up in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But... Uh, He's he's obviously pay, playing a uh, active part in it, just like he did down here. So uh, if if they have a question that comes up or whatever, uh, in fact, 
In fact, he sent me some pictures yesterday. What did I do with them? Of, of his, uh, oh, here they are, of his cucumbers to uh, and tomatoes hmm. to uh, diagnose the problem. And uh, the cucumbers are the prettiest things I've ever seen. Way to go, uh, Jack. <laughs> there's a, it came out in black and white. But these, the leaves are lined, uh, the, uh, the margins of the li leaves are lined in gold. Uh, is that bad? <laughs> well, <laughs> that gold color, it shouldn't be there, Melvin. Oh. But uh, so that's I, probably. I think that's a virus. I'm pretty sure it's a virus. And and he also sent me a picture of a makes it, you make it sound like a uh, art object rather than a, <laughs> a plant. It's, it's the first that I ever saw on cucumbers. But uh, if you if you look at this picture real close, you can see this the margins of the leaves of the cucumbers, and it's on every leaf hmm. are gold. I know they're real sensitive this time of the year to yeah. changes in weather. But yeah, yeah I, th I thought when he was going to send it to me, I said, I, that's mm -hmm. when, when damage probably. But I think that has to be a virus. Oh. I don't know which virus it is. Yeah, the, uh, on that uh, wind damage or on the weather damage, yeah, it responds to the change really quickly. But it also responds in the other direction really quickly. Oh, so yeah. it's uh, lo looking good. Two days before, it looks like it's done for. And then two <laughs> days later, it's lo looking good again. Well, good news. I talked to, spoke to Jeremy on the way over here on the telephone. And uh, yes. he is very excited over his planting of tomatoes and peppers and everything else. Mm -hmm. Does he understand you? You talked to him. Talked about him on the air yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Brayman, his fourth grade teacher. I think he's fourth grade teacher. But uh, over at St. George, a school, a Episcopal school. But uh, <laughs> I saw I saw her in the in the parking lot. So I I put I. And she tried to get away, but couldn't make it away. Yeah, fashion. yeah. I I yelled at her, and she stopped. So we stopped in the middle of the parking lot. Uh oh, which is if not, you fell down there, that's even worse than yeah, in the, in the well, tomatoes. <laughs> which is not a good thing to do here because of the, the traffic. <laughs> but uh, we we had a and Jeremy asked me, she said, "How old is she?" I said, "I don't know." He said. I think she's old. She's, she's older than you are, isn't she? And I said, I I haven't asked, but uh, I think about the same age. And uh, she said, well, he said, well, when I was in the fourth grade, she was old then. Yeah, you told her that story. I'm not sure she appreciated <laughs> it as much as you did. And I told I told Jeremy. I said, Jeremy, when you're young, everybody. Oh, old. okay. Is that why she was kind kind of? Uh, Right. Winking. Uh, <laughs> Were you telling yeah. that story there? She, yeah. She was an amazing. It was an amazing teacher, and uh, put up with all my shenanigans. Uh, they made a mistake and put me on the advisory board. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> and they would they would call me in and and they would just say, well, uh, we we don't have to worry about this placement test because you know every year they have a placement test, and uh, don't don't worry don't don't let the kids worry about that. I said I'm not worried about that. You're the one that should be worried about that. Because if he didn't learn it, you didn't teach it. So you should be worried about the place for that. <laughs> and At which point they and, and mess, 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 mess with me, I'll put Jeremy back in your room for another year. I think she tutored him at night to oh, make okay. sure he got oh. through it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, at which point someone leaned over and said, why did we have him on this committee? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember him on one of one of my committees, no. not not officially, but on the <laughs> on that. Uh, what were we meeting? We were uh, organ. Well, we used community to, was yeah. we were organizing and yeah, we used to have uh, the in extension. They would. Uh, have county meetings. Uh, I mean, and all the specialists would uh, break up in different committees mm-hmm. and uh, well, decide, decide what programs they were going to have. They were good. The toughest one was at the community where we we had the citizens. Yeah, yeah. And that <laughs> one where by the by late in the evening, you and I were about the only ones left <laughs> on opposite sides of the issue. I don't remember what yeah. the issue was. But. <laughs> Probably water. Hmm. But I, I can remember I was sitting in the back, Milton. I didn't go up front like Calvin did. Oh. And uh, I, every now and then I would yell, Go get him, get him, get him, get him. <laughs> Sick him. <laughs> January 6th all over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Jeremy's happy with the way his tomatoes are looking. Oh, that's good. And peppers and whatever. And uh, so we, we must have been very good. I had to, had to tell him, I said, uh, feel in that mix. Of course, it's, it's, uh, it's wet, so it'd be several days. I said, but when that plant gets bigger, and begin to have fruit, you're going to have to water it more often, even if it's in a container. It's in one of these beautiful big pot containers I have around here. Still on sale, two for $85. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there's not as many as there were, but there's still a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, I got the wide open view for Yeah. <laughs> They're very attractive. But... Uh, Anyway, uh, Jeremy said, well, <laughs> it's just like a dealing with a non-gardener uh, method. He said, well, it rained over here quite a bit. I said, really? When was that? Oh, uh, a couple of days ago, it, it drizzled all day. No, no. I said, Jeremy, <laughs> he didn't blame me, of course. I said, that did no good. You disregard rain when you're growing plants in containers. Yeah, I was going to say, especially in containers. Yeah, and especially when they get big and cover the container. No matter how hard it rains, the water's not reaching the root zone. 
But or, or if it if it uh, does, the reservoir is very uh, limited yeah. in a container. Right, even right. even one of those big um, yeah. containers like Jerry's talking about. And we need to water it uh, every time when and let the water run out the bottom and of the pot. I, think, uh, I would expect that they'll, they'll ask the question, well, why do you bother using those containers if it's so hard to water them? <laughs> but it, it's sure, sure easier to take care of the, the weeds. Oh, yeah. And uh, make sure they're getting full sun. And uh, and you can deter- predetermine the soil that they're yeah, growing in, yeah. mix that they're growing in. So... Hey, we got James on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, just fine. Just uh, sitting around here waiting on that rain they're talking about. Mm. I'm looking at the weather now. I'll, hold on. I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah, tell me about that. Let's see. Tonight, I don't see any chance of rain. I don't see any chance of rain till Tuesday night. What? I thought it was supposed to rain tonight. Forty percent chance. Mm, not according to well, weather.gov. Maybe it went away. Maybe so. Well, forty percent is still not. What do you think, James? Is it supposed to rain tonight? I think it rains on the righteous and the unrighteous. So everybody's got a <laughs> chance to get rain. Well, I wish you would go to church instead of just preaching here. No. <laughs> Well, what's going on, James? He's he's obviously uh, playing up to Jerry in his two-tenths of an inch thing. Uh, I hear you talking about this Grande Pepper, uh, but, and, but what is it, man? And what's up with that Grande Pepper? Rio Grande. Rio Grande Gold. Oh, that, oh that's it. <laughs> yeah, but what do you want to know about it? Well, is it orange or purple or red or green or sweet or hot or what? Have you not listened to this show before? He has. He's uh, <laughs> yeah, but I don't You're pay attention to a lot of times. Let me see if I can answer it. It's all of those colors, actually. <laughs> That's what Does it start out? Yeah, it starts out yellow. Yeah, starts out yellow. Then red. Orange. Orange, yeah. Then red. Yeah. And yeah. does it ever get green? I don't think it goes to green. No. Yeah. The 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 uh, the yellow is kind of a light green. Is okay. It, uh, this is the no burp one, right? Yeah. No, no. No belch. No belch. We don't say oh. burp. Uh, oh, you, you don't. <laughs> so gauche. Is the difference between a burp, uh, a burp, and a belch? Mm, no, I think they're the same. Is they're the same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, same shape as uh, as the hot wax, Hungarian. Yeah, it's the same shape mm. as. Uh, uh, jalapeno, but smaller, stubbier. Oh, it's not the shape of a of a hot wax, then. It's it's a jalapeno shaped. Yeah, it's a jalapeno shaped, and um, and it's it's sweet. Yes, it could be used uh, instead of a bell pepper. Banana. Uh, yeah, banana. Tastes a lot like a banana, although it's a little che- it's chewier. Yeah. And then walls, it's got the walls are thicker. Yeah, and it's got a. It, it, I've seen it used decoratively too because of that shape, that kind of, and uh, all those colors you talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's kind of neat to use in uh, recipes and salads. And it's tough because it was developed by uh, Dr. Ben Billion in the, the Rio Grande Valley when he was 
trying to get the uh, virus resistance in his peppers. And he would mainly concentrate concentration on, on uh, bell peppers because that's what a lot of them were grown in the Rio Grande Valley where he was out of Westaco. And, uh, but he made his most significant contribution, I think, in the hot peppers. And uh, before, before Ben started his uh, uh, breeding program, there was no mild salsas. Uh, you know, you, you go in H-E-B or somewhere and look at the salsas, and uh, there's mild, medium, and hot. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen before Ben Villion. Yeah, okay. And uh, so he, he made a significant contribution to that. And this one's mild, James. It's It yeah. sort of tastes like a bell pepper. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's open-pollinating variety. It's not a hybrid. Yeah. No, no. It's, it's open-pollinating. Uh, if you want to see some pictures of them and uh, growing and being har harvested and seed extracted, I've got a complete write-up on that on plantanswers.com. Just open open a website, plantanswers.com. So the plant's uh, big and bushy, and it's uh, resistant to sunburn then, huh? Yeah, right. And it's very forgiving. Oh, yeah. I have I let mine dry out completely to where it was just like, <laughs> in the container, and watered it, came back, and you know, had fruit on it, and, you know, the little peppers, and a day or two, so. Yeah, it's, it's Milton-proof. It is definitely Milton-proof. <laughs> But anyway, it's a beautiful ornamental too. Mm -hmm. But uh, just go into plantanswers.com and uh, click the first uh, search engine to the right, which uh, and put in Rio Grande, G-R-A-N-D-E, go, and uh, it'll it'll find it. Find the whole article. Okay, I need you guys to explain it to me because I'm the last man alive that doesn't have a computer, so... Uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm kind of glad for you. I'm not, you know. Anyway, thanks for the, uh, the info on the, the Rio Grande Rio Grande. You bet, James. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Ma'am, did you want to... Oh, okay, she's got a question, but she's going to ask Sherry right now. We'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM, The Answer. To Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867. Here's another number for you to remember 210-656-3721. I'm going to give it to you again in just a moment, but that's the number for Spider-Man, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If uh, there's something in your home that's bugging you, from roaches to rats 
from ants to aardvarks. To mother-in-law. If you've got aardvark problems, Spider-Man <laughs> may be able to help you, but I'm not 100% sure. So, uh, but yeah, give Spider-Man termite and pest control a call, uh, and they'll come out and help you out, especially if you think you have termites. You want to make sure that you get that taken care of. Uh, Spider-Man can help you, and they've been doing this since 1976. And when you go to their website, GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com, Dot com. You'll see the uh, great reviews they get from people that have used them for years and absolutely love Warren Remy and the gang at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, ask any Westie that you happen to see, and they'll tell you they, they like Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Is that accurate? That's right, especially Frankie they like. They like Frankie. Well, he's got a, a, I think Frankie's an indication of the kind of staff they have throughout <laughs> Whoever he deals with, and uh, they uh, have an affection for him and confidence in in what the decisions he's making or suggesting that he uh, they insist they're just they're just like uh, Spider-Man. They they insist that you participate and mm-hmm. share in the decision. It's go spidermanpest.com dot com or two one zero. Six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one for Spider-Man termite and pest control. Another number to remember is two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, which is the number here at Millburgers. And Calvin, there's a reason they might want to call that number. That's right. If you're uh, interested in participating in the uh, the Butterfly Initiative, the Monarch Initiative, um, there's an opportunity on the 15th here at Millburgers where uh, Millburgers and uh, Douglas King Seed Company and uh, Education Resource Center are all co-sponsoring a program uh, that uh, we're going to talk about uh, attracting butterflies to your landscape. They're just am- It's amazing how important important job that you can do just by in your own landscape and one of the key parts of this uh, class we're going to have is that everybody's going to get access to a uh, uh, milkweed a native milkweed and of course Milbergers is a, a supplier one of the chief suppliers of uh, the tropical milkweed if you if you prefer those or well, the way I like it is a combination of uh, of all those, and then just w- work to to improve, uh, increase the the amount of native milkweed that you have. Anyway, it's a, and it's an int- interesting story. It's a free event, and it's going to be on the fifteenth, uh, uh, f- uh, f- which is a Saturday, from uh, at about nine thirty till eleven o'clock. And uh, Milton gave you that phone number. We've got a limited, yep. got uh, room for 40 individuals uh, because of the uh, free con- free milkweed and uh, uh, the uh, class uh, accommodations. So give a call and reserve a spot, and uh, then we'll see you on the 15th. 210-497-3760. But All right, if, but if you forget to call, mm-hmm. maybe you, you know uh, we have a two o'clock wake up and remember things we should have done. Uh, you can call two one zero 
Write this down now. 382-4455. Anytime, night or day. Actually, that's the number to call if you want to reserve a spot in the either of the other two programs, yeah. the one in New Braunfels oh, okay. and, the, and the one in... Uh, you're at taking the, at the medical center. You're taking both of those, huh? I I am, yeah. You know, ever since he's retired, he's, he's gone crazy. Looking for stuff to do. He's working harder now. I mean, we we've expanded uh, Millburgers' uh, uh, answering questions. Well, Millburgers has always been uh, <laughs> active in the oh yeah programs. And I, I'm I'm involved because I I, I like that uh, Monarch initiative and I think and think it's important that we participate. But uh, Milton and Jerry each have a couple of uh, initiatives too that they get involved with. And and he uh, wasn't supposed to talk about that. Are we involved <laughs> in initiatives? There may be police listening. <laughs> Give his number again. <laughs> Actually, Al is asking for it back at the station in case anybody calls. Two one zero. Uh, 382-4455. And that's to reserve a spot that uh, there's room for 40 individuals at each of these three presentations. They're the uh, Saturday the 15th, Saturday the 22nd, and Saturday the 29th. And uh, you can, uh, let's see, the um, if you want to want to see the uh, more information about the Milberger's program, it's available on uh, yep. MilbergerNursery.com. And in my, if you uh, get, get the Express News, my column on Saturday had all information on all three of the uh, events, so you could choose the one that's most convenient for you. For you. Hey, we haven't, right. we haven't talked about the uh, 210-308-8867. We haven't talked about what yet? The Fiesta event. Oh, okay. You got some info on that? Well, I got the address. You got the date? <laughs> Purchase. See? Bottom? Purchase. Oh, the, the medal, yeah. Uh, are the medals in yet, I wonder? I don't know. Sounded like it. Boy, they had a lot of information on it. Yeah. But uh, here it is. I got it right for Join us for some fiesta fun at the nursery. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., face painting, balloon art, and sausage wraps. Mm. When is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah try, try it again. Let's see if we have the same reaction. What was it? What was the first one? Uh, face, face painting. painting. All right, hang on. Nothing. Okay, what was the second one? Bloom art. Balloon art. No. Third one? Sausage wraps. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We got big reaction on that one. Okay. And you don't have to wrap your own. They'll, uh, they'll oh. wrap them for See, you. I told you Jerry had an initiative that he was <laughs> yeah, That's right, yeah. yeah. It's a sausage wrap initiative. Yeah. And the uh, nice thing about it is all proceeds raised will be donated to Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation for Childhood Cancer. Mm-hmm. I don't guess they'll have... Lemonade out here, will it? No. Okay. It's it's just a nonprofit. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's a nice deal, and that's uh, 
April 22nd. That's okay, so that's the, that's the, 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 is that the medical same? center day. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. But it's a- after afterwards. What time is uh face painting? It starts at 11. Oh, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. So you'll be here. Yeah. Okay. That was scary. I know you. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, we, we've uh, got to we've cut the question a- short. Uh, <laughs> there's sausage wraps uh, yeah, at 11. That's right. I'll just uh, move uh, fast. The the pro- the problem is uh-huh. uh, sausage tacos. That, Milton, that Calvin was interested in uh, will be available from 11 till 2 p.m. until we run out for a minimum donation of $3. Still a good deal. Is that a good deal? Yeah. Okay. But uh, balloon artists is the same thing. Minimum yeah. minimum donation. It's, it's mainly for that... Uh, uh, Cancer problem. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's going on. A lot of action. And, and mm-hmm. yesterday, uh, David Rodriguez uh, discussed the basics of lawn maintenance through proper nutrition. Yeah. Mowing, weed control, and irrigation. No sign up required. So uh, I, th- I think he has said he had a good group. Yeah, and David will be back in the next month. He's, he pretty much gives a a presentation. I can check and see if that's on the calendar now. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, and he said that went really well. Oh, and, yeah. You no, know, you know, it doesn't help anybody that wasn't there, but. Um, <laughs> like us. We weren't there. I don't know. We were running back to the studio. I was going to give him hell, but. Uh, okay, speaking of giving him hell. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I always read. uh uh, Neil Sparrow's newsletter, weekly newsletter. Did Neil give you hell? No. Oh. I'm getting ready to give him hell. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, We're going to call Neil. A, and he takes questions. And he's a big promoter. Uh, in fact, when he does his favorite tree deal, he always puts uh, Chinese pistache in the, in the top three. And uh, he has since we made it a Texas superstar and everything else. He got a question. Uh, of course, I'm kind of worried uh, because I've got so many seedling Chinese mustaches, mustaches coming up. But I figured, you know, sometimes sometimes you have seedlings in, in some areas and sometimes you don't have any seedlings. But Neil, yeah, I don't have any. Neil, Neil, yeah, Neil has never mentioned having seedling problems until today. Got a question. I have many Chinese pistache and cedar elm seedlings coming up in my yard. Will frequent mowing get rid of them? He, this person was in McKinney, where Neil Sperry is located. Same. But, but the uh, <laughs> Neil says the answer is yes. No other call to answer. In other words, he says the the seedlings of uh, Chinese pistachio and cedarum can be controlled by mowing them. No. 
and uh, and uh, he showed a picture of him. And now, that's because hair on the I'm dog. Sorry, but both Cedar Elm and Chinese Pacific. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's a situation like, because mine didn't have seedlings for the first 20 or 30 years. I think maybe they're sucking us in, and then we're gonna, we'll have this uh, yeah. un- unbelievable, unstoppable <laughs> seedling source. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if, uh, if they have the same situation, as, not exactly the same, but as the uh, live oaks do. Where some live oaks have root sprout, and the live oaks next to it, which are probably in the same mott or same connection, have none. Yeah. But uh, this this person in in uh, Neil's town, McKinney, showed showed them thick as hair in the dog's back. I mean, uh-huh. they were under under the trees. Well, how did Steve so George react it, to the, the? Has he commented at all on the on the? No, he receiving? he ignores it. Ah. But uh, Greg Grant, of course, is trying to find a male sterile one. And uh, but I I don't I don't know what what we need to do about these ones that have seedlings, because I'm telling you, in my neighborhood, my one tree. Every every yard or every landscape in that bronze station has a ceiling but uh, pistache. Jerry, look, mm. look at that color of that. Yeah, is that a uh, that tulip? Tulips. Anyway, that all right. That orange, oh, that's a pretty color. Even if you it can't is kind see of it. an orange. Orange, yellow. I it's guess. a UTSA orange. <laughs> Here, you'll see as, as she walks. I didn't know. We apparently we have tulips in containers. That's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah that. Uh, m- as I was walking up, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the geraniums and uh, seeing which colors they had. Mm-hmm. And of course, I like red. My whole family likes red because Winchester shells are red. No, is that why? My daddy used to say, "We don't pick them green like Remington." Oh. But uh, we let them ripen to red, like Winchester. And but anyway, uh, the uh, uh, I was looking at all the colors, and there wasn't a color I couldn't find. Where? I, I mean, I'd, I'd pick I'd pick out a red one, and I said, "Well, that's too dark. That's too dark red. Uh, wouldn't show up." And then three, four plants to the left. Uh, there was a bright red one. Mm. Hmm. So he he's got a wonderful array of uh, colors of uh, geraniums. In yeah, Japan. he does. Yeah. Hey, we need to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, stop it, Mark. 
All right. Hey, uh, reminding you about the Tree Hugger Sprinklers right here at Millburgers. Uh, they've got three different sizes, 7, 11, and 15-inch. Depends on how big your tree is and how much you want to do it. Now, if you haven't heard us talk about it, you need to go to treehuggersprinkler.com and check this out. Hard plastic sprinkler uh, that has a hinge on it. And so you open it up. Thank you. And then you close or hug it around the tree. Yeah, it makes a different sound when it closes. Uh, and then you can turn it on a little bit to water the root ball. Uh, or you can turn it on a lot to water more toward the drip line. <laughs> well, no, it's constant. It's not like <laughs> you make it sound like a pulse thing. It's yeah, good. there you go. It's just more. See, it's barely dripping out. Oh, okay. Can you, can you do that? No, no, you're not helping. That's not how it sounds. It's like, okay, anyway. So you'll, you'll get it when you see it here at Millburgers, and uh, it'll help you have success, especially in these dry conditions. Uh, even if we get the rain this week that Jerry's talking about so confidently. Um, yeah, you'll need that tree hugger sprinkler to have in your gardening arsenal. Uh, check it out here at Millburgers at uh, HEBs all around town and, of course, at treehuggersprinkler.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else? Do we want to talk to Mark? No. Okay. Sorry, Just Mark. Stand there. Thursday, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Thursday night, 60% chance of Oh, rain. my goodness. I better get in my canoe. Friday, good Friday. It's going to be a very good Friday if this happens. Uh, 70% chance of rain. 70%. That means there's no way that we won't get rain. Right? It's impossible. Well, no, it's not With impossible. With 70%. I think at 100% it's impossible, but even then. Seventy <laughs> 70%. That, that means it's going to rain. So you should be encouraged. Is that Friday? That glass is three, is uh, <laughs> seven, seven-tenths empty or full. Well, what was the, qu- the uh, question we had yesterday from a listener on a tree? Oh, yeah. The new bu- Chinese, new uh, oh, was, oh, 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 the cedar elm. It was a two-foot two diameter mark. So it seemed a little large for the conversion to um, from a early bark to a corky bark. Is that so, so what was wrong? What was what well, was the problem? Was, he was worried about that. It was uh, the bark was pieces were falling off and it was changing its. Yeah, and I th- I'd, I'd heard the tail end of that, so I didn't hear everything on that yesterday. So I think your answer was was good. You know, it was this is the time of year when that happens. New growth occurs, uh, bark falls off. It seemed a little uh, large. Or yeah. Late in that process. Uh, now there may have been a previous injury. We see this a lot on live oaks that there may have been a previous injury decades ago, oh, and wow. then all of a sudden. Uh, the bark finally sloughs off, and you see, oh, there was a wound there. Um, and I guess you, I guess you could uh, be a, a homeowner, a, gar- a part-time gardener, and uh, really not take notice of that for two or three. Right, years right. The key characteristic is a flattening on one side of the tree. So if one tree is flat, it's not circular all the way around. That's an in- indication of an injury previous injury that the cambium layer has been affected somehow and it's not growing and, and growing out and dividing mm-hmm. so 
Uh, that happens a lot. And then again, long term, along down the line, uh, the bark finally sloughs off, and then you see, oh, there was a wound there on that. Um, or you start seeing, worst case uh, scenario, you start seeing uh, fruiting bodies from fungus. Yeah. What was the uh, the, dr- the dripping that occurs for a short period of time? On oh, so so it has two names, the slime flux or wetwood. Huh? Slime wet, flux wet. or wetwood. Wetwood. Yeah, we, we kind of go, well, the dark amber looking one that attracts a lot of insects. So we call that one wetwood. And the white frothy one we call slime flux, but it's essentially the same thing. Really, not a major threat, or at least there's not much yeah, we can we, do. About we, it. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the latter part. Um, the, 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 the scientists think that it's stress related, either too much or too little water, and uh, that that they don't really know what happens. All they do know is there's a, a buildup of bacteria inside the tree. And uh, a buildup of uh, carbon dioxide and methane, uh, and then it pushes out the sap and ferments it at the same time. And that's what attracts all the insects. They're getting drunk on the sap, fermented yeah. sap. And the right, Jerry? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And the woodpeckers? <laughs> Yeah, and so so the the uh, the other insects are there, boars are attracted, and then so the pin, pin, woodpeckers are also attracted, but... They can, woodpeckers and flint, uh, finches can, not finches, flickers oh. uh, can uh, do the same type of thing, but it's, it, it's, it's not that prevalent. I mean, they, they may produce a little, little sap, but uh-huh. it's, it's, it's this bacteria inside the tree, which is. Uh, I seem fun. to remember, uh, I can't remember what kind of tree that it was, but I, there used to be. A uh, tree that was more likely to get that uh, wetwood than other other kinds of trees. Is yeah, in our, in our area, in our area, uh, it's uh, red oaks, red oaks and ashes. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Those two, red oaks and ashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in other parts of the country, it may be uh, cottonwoods or uh, maples that, that oh. tend to get that. Sometimes sycamores. Okay, well, I appreciate the information. Thank you. Yeah, but the latter part is, well, you can't really do anything about it. In the old days, way back when in the Stone Age, um, we used to put pipes in to, to relieve the pressure uh-huh. and take the, uh, the, the exudate out away from the trunk of the tree because it is kind of toxic to the bark. Uh, but we don't do that anymore because we know that that actually leads to greater problems. Uh-huh. Hmm. So, so it's basically, uh, if you're worried about it, and yeah, just give it a good shot of water and, and kind of dissipate it a little bit, and, kind of and then it goes. Quite often disappears every year, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And some trees it may show up every year, and some trees um, just every five or six years. Okay. Thanks. Cool. You want to talk about what's happening next Friday? The release of your movie? Oh, yes. <laughs> is it X-rated? <laughs> I don't know. Mark. It's yeah. not that G. long. It's G. Okay. It's rated G. Now, uh, <laughs> Gardening Volunteers of South Texas and I teamed up to do a video here at Millburgers. And uh, we took a lot of pictures of what's going on what's available here at Millburgers. Uh, but the main thrust was what you'd need to do in April. 
So I sat and talked about uh, grass maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is we didn't have a mower. Mm. And I uh, just could, to describe it, I said, make sure you're experts like Mark Peterson and, Jerry, mm-hmm. and uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Mm-hmm. I recommend mowing at a standard height year-round. I didn't want to go into, I uh, kind of found that by accident with the uh, turf study that we did back in 2005. Um, but, yeah, set height for all grasses is, is, is really good. It's just for good turf health, and, but more importantly, weed management. So I talked about that just briefly, but I didn't have a mower to show anybody. <laughs> uh, but then I, I briefly talked about planting. I said that will be in another video. But maintenance, uh, proper watering, proper fertilization, proper mowing, uh, aeration. And so I used a lot of the backdrop that we had here. Maybe you can get Milton to That's show the aeration. That's what I was he's, a, mm-hmm. he's our expert of equipment operation. Oh, yeah. Have him aerate this uh, walkway here. Yeah. No, can, no. We, we can go uh, back. No, I'm... I'm I've been here long enough to remember the, that. <laughs> we can go back. We can go back to Calvin's front yard. Yeah, we yeah. have a memorial there for the, for the people that were injured. Just, folks, if you've never seen somebody with white eyes and just uh. <laughs> being dragged by the aerator, uh, you haven't seen anything yeah, it's yet. It's very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. So I talked about container growing too. It's good. Uh, April's good time to plant uh, containers, either using vegetables or. For flowers, yeah, and I, I said the most important part is make sure you have your aeration holes. And I was showing up yeah. uh, a bunch of uh, aeration I or pots, <laughs> with different tiles, pots with aeration holes. And then I was talking about your mix is real important. You'll see planting mix. I like something that has soil in it to make it really planting soil. So I was talking about a little bit different products we have here at Milburgers uh, that contain sand. And I said, if it doesn't contain sand, get a planting mix, and then mix in some. Uh, so do, some, do a some quick review of that. What is the defini- difference between mix? Okay, and soil? so so on lots of our bags we have planting soil and planting mix. Well, if you look in the ingredients, most of them don't have any soil. They're all planting mixes. Uh, in order to improve drainage and water holding capacity, we like to put a little sand in. Uh, we all have different recipes. Um, I like, you know, almost 50% sand, uh, then planting mix, 25% planting mix, and then 25% perlite. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of my, my little thing. Uh, kind of simple. Um, but, uh, but that's what we want to do. Now, what the, what the downside is, is makes the pot heavy rather than planting mix and perlite. Uh, but I think that improves the drainage, plus has some um, water holding capacity and also nutrients. And then, of course, I talked about what do we need in a container? Copious amounts of fertilizer. <laughs> and they didn't, they didn't have a package of Osmocote real nearby, so I, I was kind of disappointed. But I did talk about different slow releases and what the numbers mean. Uh, and it's real important. But, yes, if you have a container, if you're growing, whether it be vegetables or plants in a container, this time of year is really good. we got lots of programs and lots of sales going on here mm-hmm. at, at Milvers, but it's a very important to have uh, fertilizer. And we like slow release. 
fertilizers uh, of different types. Now, we both Jerry and I like Osmocote. <laughs> Copious. Copious amount, amounts. Yes. Amounts of Osmocote. Anyway, that that's coming out this Friday. It's uh, you go to the GVST yeah, Gardening Volunteers website. Uh, you'll see me wandering around the uh, Millburgers, and you could actually see uh, lots of plants. Which uh, yeah. we, we took lots of pictures, lots of plants. Uh, we took pictures of the of the little swatches of grass uh, on the access road. There you go. It was too quiet. It was too loud to uh, do video there, but we took pictures. Um, that's real important. If you want to know what grass is, yeah. is for your area uh, and what types of grass is out there, uh, they have all different types of grass, grasses, and they all are part of the uh, uh, of the list for sauce. Yeah. Can, uh, what time does it air? The, oh, the I don't know. Whenever uh, the video, the, video, well, the videographer and director. Uh, is it, go, it. Is it a re- recurring thing? No, you yeah, just it'll, be a, it. it'll, it'll be on there for for uh, well, in perpetuity, but for, particularly for the month of April. Okay, yeah, you just go and watch it. It's not like a TV show. Yeah, it's, it's actually we put it on the the what do you call that platform? Is is YouTube? YouTube. Yeah, and if if you have any questions, say in the middle of the night. You know who to call. Ghostbusters. No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Any time, uh, time I, or night or day. Yeah, we're going to try to to do a little answer thing for oh, good. GVST. I'm getting kind of bored, and I, <laughs> I need to start answering people's questions. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, well, we are. Uh, if anybody has a good nickname, uh, uh, I was the Garden Geek. So. Uh, the the current popular one is is Doctor Hardin. Doctor what? Hardin. Hardin. Garden. In Spanish. Spanish garden. <laughs> yeah. And then and then somebody wanted to add uh, certain words. Uh, start with P, but we went, I said Uh-oh. no. no I can't. Well, I'll talk to you off the air on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but right. anyway, uh, just want to remind everybody. I saw a little clip of uh, of Karen. Uh, Director of at, at, at Sauce Conservation, we are we are in stage two. We are still, still in stage, stage two. two. Okay, and good. the prospects are that we'll be in stage two for the rest of the year, even with our wonderful rain that's going to come, that will be coming. Oh, thank on, you on Holy Week. Seventy positive. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Al. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not going to need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, just remind everybody: it's once a week our uh, watering. Uh, we have lots of resources here. Yeah, you can call saws. You can call uh, uh, plantanswers.com, yeah. and they'll give you all the re- uh, all the reason r- reasons why and how to water properly. There you go. All right. All right. Cool. All right. All well, right. we're gonna take a break in just a second. Get you caught up with the news. Uh, to learn all about the uh, different things. And that's at, at gvsgardeningvolunteers.org? That's gardeningvolunteers.org, yes. All right. And the nursery is millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. You'll find out about Calvin's event. It's up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got, uh, you'll find out about the uh, Fiesta event and the medals all there. You'll find out all the specials that are happening. It's at millburgernursery.com. Uh, you'll find out all kinds of great things. Uh, there's some videos on there as well. 
So we will take a break, get you caught up with the news, and come back in a moment with, excuse me, with more Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Back in a moment. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening in South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Well, we want to get back to the gardening talk. So you call us at 210-308-8867 or come by Millburgers. The sun's behind the clouds again. So it's very nice out here. It's good temperature, a little breeze. Actually, uh, Jerry's always pointing out the flags. So if we uh, take a look at the flags now, they are blowing out of the south. Yeah. So uh, come on by and visit with us and uh, enjoy uh, the day here at Millburgers amongst uh, your gardening peers and all the plants and all that good stuff. And uh, lots re- of tomatoes. I think they've resupplied, don't you? Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> and uh, uh, so they've got, I, I didn't check well, for the 968. No, they, they won't let you check now. They won't let me check. Those. But uh, I bet you we got some. Since oh, Trash bought them all. Yeah. That Trace. That's what he does. He, he learned that from his mentor, mm-hmm. Mr. Mm-hmm. Wester. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, they got a lot of good supplies, and, and especially the geraniums. We're walking in to the right up mm-hmm. there. There's every color geranium you can imagine yeah. in full bloom. Uh, and the my, hanging baskets are nice and full and colorful and yeah. When my when my uh, uh, son and his friend were over here shopping, uh, they 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 were really she was really infatuated with fragrance. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, of course, they're in the roses, there's a lot of fragrant, very fragrant roses over there. And uh, <laughs> the uh, I was looking for Miss Dudley Cross, the and the antique rose. It's not that fragrant. Uh, I don't like fragrant at all. No, but it's, uh, it's tough. Yeah, no fragrance and no thorns. Yeah, no, no. thorns either. But. Uh, Easy to grow and attractive plant and uh, nice, uh, not nice flowers. For sure. Yeah, but that's w- that's why we have uh, uh, a trace running the place because <laughs> uh, I, I I was gonna show my expertise. I said, Trace, you ought to. Is there any way you could have these plants uh, put out by uh, name? You know, advertise them by name. So if you're looking for Miss Dudley Cross, oh, okay, you can look at in that alphabetical, uh, you know, listing. And he says, "No, we we uh, display them by colors." Oh, that makes sense. Because most people, <laughs> when they're buying a rose, oh, I, I got to quit bragging on him. When <laughs> most people buy a rose, uh, they're after a color. 
they don't know or care about the variety now. Yeah, they just want the yeah. The they look. just want this the color. That's why we fruit. have them organized by color. Oh, quit it! Not, that's not by alphabet. That's what Jerry was saying. Alphabet, they are alphabet within the color. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Or at least they were. Oh. Um, but yeah, you're, he's right, hundred yeah. percent. Anything kind of new and. Got more uh, Peggy Martins in. Oh, that's the, the is that the Katrina? Yep. And I it's heard not it. in front of us, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it is? I, mean, okay. I don't even have to turn around and look. Okay. Boy, uh, they're, they're, they're full of little. I uh, heard a rumor. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A know, little birdie you know, told you. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. That may be a superstar next year. Really? Wow. Peggy Martin? Yes, sir. Well, Peggy Martin Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she's a past or not. She was if, older. If you, if you knew her, she probably is. She was part of that uh, team that went, went around and found uh, roses, wasn't it? No no, 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 no. This was a lady that had a spectacular garden uh, in New Orleans. Right, Milton? New Orleans. New Orleans? New Orleans. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Louisiana. I, I grew up there. We never Louisiana, we never yeah. pronounce we, it like Nolans. We could all agree on Louisiana. Okay. But anyway, uh, she was a good friend of uh, Bill Welch, Doctor Bill Welch, and uh, he he always visited our landscape because it was so spectacular. You could take pictures there. And uh, after the hurricane, which devastated everything, killed everything in our garden underwater for a long period of time uh, uh, this rose survived so it's got to be a tough rose I, guess, I think it's a hybrid but uh, and it's a climber right? it's a climber it's a climber see the ones in front of us oh yeah that's pretty mm-hmm. I wish Trace could look at those <laughs> I, I've looked at them enough today is it all all pink are yeah. there any other colors? Uh, okay. No, not that no. I keep seeing these little white splotches in there, but is that? That's an illusion. That's a faded. What's that? We're looking at the sun so much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's a pretty rose, and uh, I guess it, I don't know. That Bill Welch did a spectacular write-up on that. I think you can uh, find it through Plant Answers. Dot com. I just looked for Peggy Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, Rose. Do a search for it. Oh, M-A-R-D-I-N or T-I-N? T. T, that's what I thought. Okay. He said T. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. Just just quit being ugly to me, man. I'm sorry. Well, I thought it was You know I'm a sensitive guy. Calvin, what'd you do? Ever since uh, I didn't make it in the spelling bee. No, oh, I'm sorry. In the fifth grade. Mm. That, that scars a person. Was that B.C. or A.D.? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Man, I've you, been waiting a long time to do you that. Are, you, again. You, you missed the story about Jeremy. Apparently the, <laughs> the uh, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, it's a climber. But I don't know if it's... You know, a lot of climbers are once bloomers, but uh, since that's a hybrid, maybe it blooms all through the summer. I don't remember what Bill wrote it's about. It's blooming pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah it sure oh, is. Yeah, it's pretty. And I've had probably 10 Facebook questions about it after I ran out 
Oh, no. <laughs> and so I've been searching back through, trying to find everybody who asked about it so I could say, hey, they're here. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the neat thing about Peggy Martin um, being a climber is it, it's uh, it's got that full rose, almost looks like a double rose, but it's not extremely big. Uh, so the the blooms hang the petals hang on longer than they would if the if the uh, if rose were big. So uh, it's a good rose mm-hmm. and uh, definitely uh, nominated by uh, Dr. Bill Welch. You know how old he is? Mm-mm. Eighty-two. No, oh, good for him. Still working for extension. One of the originals. Wow. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm, I'm glad uh, Trace is finding good supplies of them because that, that's been the problem as usual. He's getting them? It, it, yeah, it's for them to be available Yeah. Well, after the hurricane. <laughs> and apparently people liked them when they saw them the first time because he ran out. Yeah. Still talking about Peggy Martin. Yeah, I went through, what, 200 in the month of February. And wow. February wasn't very busy. Okay. And now we are. So yeah. if you're interested in one, I would come pretty quick. Yep. What do we got? Uh, let's see. There's begonias. And what was with the begonias? Is that for on sale? Four for five. What mm-hmm. was the other plant that was listed? Uh, uh, petunia. A petunia. Now, what, which kind of bug? Do we have any? Uh, yes, we do. Whoppers? No, we don't. Because uh, <laughs> a lot of these, they would uh, not be in that price group. Yeah, a lot of these uh, o- over here at the far corner look like they're quite large uh, transplants. So they're that good, would be an instant four-inch pots. That's for sure. Yeah. But uh, no to the whopper. So what's your what's your prospects on whopper? You think uh, someday? So you got orders in? We don't no, know when we're no, going to see. No, Those, that's not the way this works. I can only see the seven days we're in. And it starts with the growing operation sending me an availability, which the guy who grows those hasn't sent me one yet. Mm. So I won't get that till tomorrow. Mm. Although they tell me they're going to start emailing. So if they start emailing, then I might actually have it wow. in, a, in a timely fashion. <laughs> oh, instead of faxing? Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, we were down yesterday with the Internet. Uh, yeah. So guess what we, else we was found down? Get else, guess what else was down? Fax? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they need to get in the 21st century. <laughs> e- email you stuff. Email me, and at least if I, if our internet goes down and eventually comes back up. Which well, you could probably still get it on the phone if you if it's emailed if it's, to you. If they send it to my phone, which it, I, did it, give them, uh, I did give them that number, too. Theoretically. It's, it's strange how some industries, I, I was, uh, was dealing with a lawyer, and, uh, gosh, I hadn't dealt with fax in such a long time. And he was <laughs> telling me to fax something. I said, fax? <laughs> can I still do that on my computer? Uh, yeah, Jerry. Yeah, you can. Uh, Actually, that's the thing. You you can a, go to services it, that... It has a fax button, I'm sure. What's that? It has a fax button, I'm sure. Yeah. you uh, Or you go to a service and you upload it. You upload the PDF and then give it the number and then it sends it. And There's even an app for that. Yeah. Because when we were having our... Big fiasco and phones didn't work and all that. Uh, Stacy had an app where she could uh, take a picture of something and mm-hmm. send it via fax. Yeah, smart. or send it via email from her phone. Yeah, huh? Technology is wonderful. Nice. You need to get one of those. Yeah, uh, I but just, yes, you are correct. It's. I remember when A and M 
went to faxes. Wow. Now, you know. Was that, was that like last year, I think? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it was within the last, thir- thir- about 30 years ago. But uh, <laughs> I, bet it, I bet it was longer than that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they, uh, they, they were so excited about it at A&M, they were going to send out the uh, uh, newsletter, the, the director's newsletter, to fax it not mail it so uh, everybody waited to that uh, day where all the all the ner- all the uh, offices had a fax machine and uh, so they sent the fax and everybody got several pages of blank pages <laughs> he you put know it, he put it in upside down yeah, yeah yeah I was wondering and you know I always say all those Aggie jokes are true, <laughs> but uh, except for uh, when we make them, that was, yeah, so that was embarrassing. Was <laughs> uh, I will remember that though. Yeah, we we used to have the fax machine. Gosh, back in the eighties, it had the thermal paper. Yeah, we had, yeah. We had a, I think they called it a teletype. Oh my gosh! Where it worked kind of like a fax through the phone line, but you had to type everything. <laughs> huh? That's how we used to order it. Well, that's interesting. So okay, we, we just you type it all in and it send and it would it still go like a like a fax but it wasn't a picture of it you had to yeah. literally type it hey calvin you had a question off the air uh do you remember what she was talking about you want to uh let's see did you hear did you hear any of it no 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 <laughs> okay. i can't know i uh okay. obviously I it'll can't come remember. to you in a second okay it was that bottle dropping Scared him. He forgot. Everything. I know. He forgot everything. Scared it out of him. Uh, All right. What else, Trace? Uh, we, we missed David yesterday, although he was nice enough to call us. I did uh, tell him to call you. That was good. I'm glad. Uh, he was able to talk about it a little bit. Are you getting uh, lawn questions? I bet you are. Uh, almost every other one. Yeah. <laughs> what are they asking about? Do I need to replace my grass? Oh, okay. <laughs> and is there an answer for that? Some are yes, some are no, some are be patient. Okay. Some are start over. <laughs> I've noticed with the we have St. Augustine with the little even with the little rain that we've gotten, it's perked up. It's. Uh, I'm with you. you. That too. It also makes me nervous when fo- the folks that are most likely to want to replace everything are the least prepared to deal with the issues that have killed it if it, if it was killed so you know you you want to almost like no you can't replace it unless you know this and this and this no oh, okay and they don't uh they don't appreciate that too much but <laughs> but it's uh you you definitely if you're gonna go ahead and replace the turf grass you want to do some enough research that you're not wasting your time and i would do it quickly because the growing operations are already starting to run lean on certain things yeah yeah you were talking uh, to somebody this morning was i yeah what's uh, about i think i talked to like 100 people okay i think you're you're basically (laughs) advising him to call ahead yes always yeah i'm Uh, with milton i mean i think a lot of the the uh lawn damage is uh going to recover I mean, some of it's going to... It's, it's trying. Yeah. It's uh, still... It's spotty. So in a, <laughs> a good year, it would have been kind of filling out consistently, but it's like checkerboard almost. But 
you know, somebody yesterday was saying, yeah, maybe it was you, Calvin, that where I do have spots where it's there's nothing in there is to to get some sod and cut it up and the sod I got from here maybe in November is looking good with the rain. So that's good. What rain was that? The, the, the little <laughs> rains that we got. It's it's so, it's, it's kind of So Calvin told you to cut it up in little pieces. I think he we, said you can spot treat we, where you've we, got the spots. That's we'd rather you dig it down and use the whole piece because when you use little pieces, you don't water it right. Or maybe your wife will, but she would. Yeah, she'd water it right. Okay, so I just cover the the whole thing. Or, but I got to do. I have to get bare soil. You need to dig down to get your soil lines to match up. Contact. And, and, oh, okay. And then loosen beyond that so it has a place to root into. Okay, that's not terrible. There, there's just a lot of little ones, and, it, and apparently feral cats like to to do their on their oh, back. Oh yeah. yeah, and so they, there's lots of little. Little dirt spots, <laughs> and did the oh, they're uh, a blessing. Did the turf growers uh, suffer from those freezes because they're around Bay City and and South? So I guess. Your, your favorite St. Augustine had some issues. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten very little of that, but the uh, Pro Vista, which mm-hmm. is the new offshoot of Floritam, made it through like a champ. Is that right? That's good news. Where is that? Is that Baytown? That's source. Uh, yes, Bay City. Yeah. And what does Pro Vista look like? It, it is a St. Augustine. Right. So it looks uh, like. In my mind, it has a far a richer green color. Oh, okay. Uh, apparently, it takes cold. Okay, because even my sample plot out there is starting to green back up. Oh, good. And uh, again, they didn't have the problems in Bay City that they did with some of the other ones. And, and shade. It's shade forgiveness I equal that. to Palmetto and FJ, which both we cannot get now. Okay. Um, it is supposed to be just as drought tolerant, if not better, than Floritam. That makes Jerry upset. Uh, he'll like this. No, I'm, no, he, I'm happy. No. So <laughs> he'll, he'll like the next statement. Yeah. Oh, I bet it you. is Roundup ready. Milton, do you know what I mean by that? No, I think I do, but it means that So if you're spraying Roundup, it doesn't care. That's it'll laugh at Roundup. Yeah. So you can use Roundup, the regular Roundup, the, just the glyphosate. Right. You can use it for any weed you got other than nutgrass. You don't have to worry about it affecting the St. Augustine. It will just kill the weed. And, and Roundup works no matter what the temperature is. Oh, okay. Of course, it's slow when it's cool, but it also can be used when it's hot. Yeah. And um, that's lacking in all the other weed killers. So it, it could have some really good selling points. Mm-hmm. Well, it does. Now, can you get that one? Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah, they've been they've been working on that for 30, 30 years. David said he was part of it. Hmm. Well, yeah. At some point. Yeah. Uh, that's that's maybe what caused him to be so short. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Milberg, the guy that helped, uh, well founded this nursery. Uh, he and Joe Bradbury. Uh, but anyway, they uh, he's been talking to me about that because he knows what a Floritam nut I am. But uh, he was been excited about that for at least 30 years. So it's wow. taken him a long time to get that on the market. Oh, and it's patented, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. 
210-308-8867. You can see those grass plots uh, here at Millburgers along between the fence and the, uh, the highway. The fence and the access road. Yeah. Uh, again, not all of them can we get now. But right. uh, at least you can take your shoes off, walk through it, Woo-hoo. see it, touch it, feel it. Okay. Very cool. No, it's a it's a, a really important thing. And they can bring their feral cats and so she, they can yeah. drop in there. Uh, right next to the highway. I'm not sure that's a... That's probably not a good idea. Uh, <laughs> asking for a problem. No. Where's the catnip to? Do we still have uh, No, we don't do that. Okay, I know. <laughs> uh, back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas at 930 a.m. This is The Answer. I'm up on the tight wire. One side's ice and one is fire. It's a circus game with you and me. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer: 210-308-8867. Plenty of time to give us a call. Be a part of the show. 210-308-8867. And uh, we'll talk gardening with you and see what's going on in your gardening world. Yeah, I was wondering about Billy McKenzie and if he ever got any poppies. Uh, it yeah, looks he like, said they weren't coming up, right? Yeah, and then um, Mary was showing us some that just came up, I guess, Yeah, uh, here at the nursery. So uh, if you want to give us a poppy report, how are your uh, Purple Martins doing? I, um, that, I'm br- glad you brought that up because uh, oh, I you. saw a huge flight this morning of them. Oh, wow. I was just thinking. That's about, good. Yeah. I had uh, about a week ago when I saw them, I put up some of the houses and I hadn't seen any since. And then I was thinking about it today before I left for the over here and there they were. Yay. All, <laughs> all over. Yeah. But the uh, English sparrows were ready. All right. They're, mobi- they're mobilizing. They're mobilizing. <laughs> I mean, there's. They've got to protect their yeah their little groups. Holds. groups Do flying they? from net from house to house. And <laughs> I mean, it was a. They were just greeting their neighbors. Yeah. I th- I thought of whether it would be f- fun to watch or if I'd rather not watch no. the, the battles. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll have a mediator come in there and. Divide their homes between Martins and uh, (laughs) Fair. All right, James has a uh, crepe myrtle predicament at Uh 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh, Okay. This one isn't. It's a different crepe myrtle than last year. This is not cut ant related, but uh, let me back up. I had to take my wife to a medical appointment in Casterville on Friday afternoon. So afterwards, we drove around the old neighborhood, and yeah, the red poppies in those old homesteads—it's really, really, really yeah, nice. Pretty. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I've got a crepe myrtle, actually two on either end of the driveway that I planted. I was doing the math when I was on home uh, about 24 years ago. They've been really good. They're not real tall. They're about six foot tall, maybe. But um, they get so they get equal care, equal rainfall, of course, and whatnot. Uh, one's leafed out real full and lush as usual. The other one looks really not good at all. Actually, about a third of the main branches look like they may be dead. Um, what I noted on this one crate myrtle last year, and from everything I've heard and read, that it's not an issue, but it's had that um, it had a little bit of ball moss on it. And it had that flaky, I don't know what you call it. I don't know if it's lichen or, or what that is. 
Um, anyway, so I thought I was losing it. It's leafed out some of it, but it has a lot of terminal dieback on the branches that are still alive. Should I? I watered it real heavily about a week ago uh, with the garden hose. Should I put some fertilizer on it, or would that do more harm than good at this I, time I of think year? The, I think the fertilizer would would uh, be good. Now, how long you have have these? Thirty years, he said. Thirty? Yeah. No, 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 no. I did them at twenty-four years ago. I okay. planted these. Yeah. Did, are they the same variety? Yeah, I don't know the name. They're pink. Uh, that's all I can tell you. Um, when I bought them, I. They were labeled as brick red, but they're not brick red. They were mislabeled. They're a pink color. They're about six feet tall after 20-plus years. Well, that, yeah, that, they're not going to get any taller than that, I don't think. Oh, yeah, that's time. their final height. That's yeah. the desirable, one of the desirable characteristics of crepe myrtle are that they grow to a certain height so you can predict what's going to happen to them. Yeah, you bought them as brick red? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I'm not sure when they finally went out of business or turned to Callaway. I think I got them at the Old Wolf Nursery, but I really don't remember where I got them, to be honest okay. with you. That's okay. Yeah. I, I kind of lose my confidence that you can, once they get to be 20-plus years, that you can, that you can be, um, you can predict. You know, we always say, well, they'll grow you know they're the same variety, so yeah. they should do the same performance. But uh, at, after twenty twenty four <laughs> years, or, uh, then you you know it's it's kind of a roll of the dice thing. They're, they've yeah. uh, they've they've kind of uh, come up with uh, what fulfilled the potential of that, that area. <laughs> But so, so what you're saying is it just might be naturally coming to the end of its life for this particular great myrtle? No, maybe? no, no. Okay. No. Okay. Um, the the deal is, the reason I ask about the variety is, different varieties have different cold tolerances. I got gotcha. you. So, so uh, uh, some some varieties really took it hard. Even when uh, Tuscarora, which was my fa- is my favorite, was my favorite, but uh, when Tuscarora first came out, uh, they we had a cold snap, nothing like we've had recently, or within the last several years. But uh, it took took a, took took a pole toll on uh, on uh, Tuscarora. Uh, and I, th- I think Neil Sperry and them have got a uh, cold tolerance uh, uh, listing of the different varieties. But I don't know what this one is. Yeah, I really don't. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's no the reason way to know. I was asking if yeah. they were the same. They are the same. The colors are the same. I just don't know what the actual variety is. Okay. Um, did uh, and one looks real good, and the other one not so good at all. And they're and about you, and 15, you water them the same way. They get the same care, same fertilization, which hasn't been a whole lot the past few years. But so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I water them. You know, during the drought, you know, well, infrequently, good. but good. water them good. deeply. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of puzzled why one's not doing well and the other one still is. And what this one that's not doing well, what would you recommend? 
well, anything uh, other than water. What I would do is, uh, you know, you can you can cut crepe myrtles, especially the ones that are about that height, to the ground and let them regrow yep. from the ground. But uh, you can definitely remove any dead wood or uh, that you have on the, on the small one, and uh, and you can just trim the other one, the one that's doing well, tr- kind of trim it back to where it lowers the height a little bit. Kind of so match the, them up. Yeah, yeah. So the so the heights of both of them will be about the same. Yeah. And and, I'm, then, I'm, and then fertilize them. Yeah. Give give that okay. uh, give that smaller one or uh, a good dose. Yeah. Okay, I've got some uh, 312 slow release from the feed store left over from last year. So is that what you would use on them? And just that it in good. Okay. That, that's okay. Osmocote? No, it's just, I don't know what brand it is. I got it at the feed store. But it's a 312. It's a, uh, It's in the shed there. But it is a 312 slow release with iron. I got it at the feed store there in Somerset okay. last year. Okay. Yeah. All right. It might be a 21714, I think is what it is, but I'm not sure. I don't have okay. it right in front of me. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that'll work. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. When it comes to uh, knowing about trees, uh, he's got the answer in the palm of his hand. Mark Peterson has called us back. Hi, Mark. What's going <laughs> on? You'll understand the why the bad segue in a second. Oh, no, no. It's a lovely segue, sir. Uh, for uh, who uh, didn't have the the, uh, the the ability to think about that? That was. I want to talk about palms. Okay, uh, why? Uh, uh, why? Because it's Palm Sunday, and you and I go. were discussing it off the air as I left. So I thought better of it, and I said, "You know what? Yeah, palms are a great plant to plant in San. Are a great species to plant in San Antonio." They are extremely drought tolerant, and uh, certain ones survive the freeze, and that's just what I want to talk about. Uh, looking back at uh, everything that survived and didn't survive in the, in the freeze of the last couple of years, freezes in the last couple of years, uh, Washingtonia, California fan palm, and anything that has uh, in the genus Sabal. So Mexican sable, palmetto, uh, sable minor. Uh, that's the little one that's in uh, Palmetto State Park. Um, those all did fabulous. Uh, things that uh, were uh, feather palms, like queen palms and uh, uh, Canary Island palms, they didn't do as well. And so... Uh, I highly recommend planting palms, but I got to know which one to plant. What about um, the issue of when do you plant them, and wh- what is so different on care with the palms compared to uh, our normal shade trees? No, I just, I just, you and I go way back, Calvin. You always, you know, the lovely segues to the questions and know the questions <laughs> to ask me. Uh, so, uh, when do we plant palms? It's the exact opposite of trees. Uh, we recommend planting trees November to March 1st, November 1st to March 1st. Uh, now you can do containerized trees, 
throughout the year, but uh, that's the primary tree planting time. Palms we plant May 1st to October 31st, and that's when we do that. So it's the, it's the mirror image of trees. And the, the uh, way to manage palms that are a little bit different is we try to get them going a little bit watering. Now, the palm roots only go out about 18 inches to 24 inches, max 30 inches. They're like a kind of a big carrot, whereas tree roots go way out, um, double the length of the distance between the trunk and the canopy. So most of the roots are right around the trunk. We don't have to water that much. However, if we overwater, that's the fastest way to kill a palm. So we get established, uh, water lightly but frequently for the first four to six weeks. And after that, we can water once a month or maybe water every other month. So you see it's very drought tolerant. So is it is it safe to say, Mark, that it's almost impossible to kill them by drought? Or can you, can you go neglect. too far that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a little incorrect. Uh, Once established, they can survive drought well. But uh, people always think you put them in and water like a couple of times and it's done. No, we've got to get that four to six week period where we're watering consistently but lightly, not overwatering. And then we get those, those, those palms going and established. And then they're very drought tolerant. But you can't just say, oh, yeah, just put them in the ground and walk away. That's, that's not appropriate. Because I always, we, I think of, uh, of uh, normal trees and, and uh, as a tree is wilting and the leaves are turning brown, and our first reaction is to give it more water. And, of course, right. with the palm, if you do that, well, you're in great danger there of uh, yeah. just yeah, making right. it a, uh, make it a tougher on the survival of the poem. Yeah, it's it's what what is it called? Benign neglect, um, just a little bit of water, but consistently. Uh, but don't get over over concerned and not go in over water. Appreciate cool. it. Thanks, Thank Mark. Hey. Anytime. Yes, it is Palm Sunday. Happy Palm Sunday. Happy Holy Week to everybody. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, two one zero. We'll 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 do more when Mark visits again too on the certain trees. All right, uh, we got Maggie on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Maggie. What's going on? Hi, I have a couple of questions. Um, I was wondering, first of all, if you could recommend a reputable and competent company company that could come and aerate your lawn and then spread some compost well i was trying to remember it's been a it's been a well but i think abc yeah i think they yeah you might give them a call um okay or you can go to your or you know your go to your favorite nursery and see if they yeah. quite often they'll have a, a, list. a bulletin board with a list on it yeah yeah Okay. People, people they're comfortable recommending. All right. Okay, that's great. Uh, secondly, I have been uh, researching some uh, bushes to replace uh, a beautiful variegated pittosporum that was killed in the first uh, winter storm, Storm Uri or whatever it was called. 
it was uh, faces the north, but on the northeast corner of our house, it it it, it was uh, in front of our master bedroom window, and it was there when we bought the house in '96, and it was beautiful mounding. And um, I didn't do anything uh, for the first year because I just tried to keep things alive that didn't die. And I was in shock, and I didn't want to invest any more money. But um, have you had any luck or uh, know anything about two uh, bushes, almond verbena? <laughs> almond verbena? Weeping, the weeping yopon holly. I have a yopon holly very near this spot. But uh, I saw a weeping yopon holly. Yeah, uh, yo, any of the yopon, any of the hollies mm-hmm. would not have frozen, did not freeze. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if they were in the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, that that uh, verbena, the, uh, the almond verbena. It's I don't. I've got the. That's not that's not a that's it. not a shrub, but that's a more of a small plant, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I I have I've only seen it online. I uh, I think I saw the name of it on Saul's website when I was researching there the other day. Um, the botanical name is A L O Y S I A V I R G A T A. Yeah, we've Common had a name almond verbena. Yeah, we've. I, I think we've had that here, but uh, I, I think I think it's a maybe a small shrub, but not okay. not anything like your. Uh, well, it doesn't look as big as that that pit yeah. was, but um, you know, if it'll grow six or seven, I think. But in the notes I wrote down, uh, it may get ten feet tall. But as I said, it is on the north side of the house, but it's at the northeast corner of the house. And we have a, a, a big, huge oak on one side, and then right in, at, the, at the curb, we have a red oak. And um, you don't great. know much more about the weeping yopon holly, except that it probably will yeah. make it since it's there's a yopon a, holly. There's a, we've got all our hollies, yopon and burford. In one spot mm-hmm. here, and there's okay. many, many selections of uh, of dwarf yopon holly, and uh, yeah. No, I don't want the dwarf. I would want the regular size. Yeah, they they uh, make a standard. The standard yopon is a tree, small right. tree, mm-hmm. and okay. uh, then uh, they've got uh, intermediate types from there. But uh, also different leaves and everything else. So okay. your best bet would be to come over and look at all the hollies and decide uh, which ones you want right. to grow. But they're I'll they're going to be the most adapted, uh, cold tolerant uh, plants that we have on the nursery. Okay. All and right. one other question. Oh, okay. I What's did that? some research on a plant called evergreen sumac. Yeah. Right. Okay. White flowers, red berries. You know, yeah. I, I was looking for low water, uh, yeah. you know, to- yeah, that, sun that, and shade tolerant. Yeah, that's that's that wouldn't do all that, but uh, I th- I think we have a hard time getting plants of it. I think it's very difficult to uh, uh, propagate. Once you have it in your yard, it's yeah. very difficult to yeah. remove too. <laughs> 
but it, it's tough. Uh, but, uh, to remove? Well, I don't, hopefully it'll, it'll live longer than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You sound pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, it looks a little bit like a holly. Yeah. I, w- I got some growing in the ditch behind my house, in the drainage ditch. Uh, but it's it just came up by itself. But uh, if, if you can, yeah, the sumac. Uh, okay. It doesn't it doesn't get the pretty color in the fall that the regular sumac does. Okay. But right. it, but well, it's ever but it's evergreen. Regular sumac right. will lose all its leaves in the fall. Yeah, I'm looking for evergreen, and uh, I've been on you know all the nurseries around here website as well as Thaw's website, which is very informative. Okay. Well, uh, as far as I can uh, tell, the deer don't eat it either. No, no, no deer won't eat it. Well, I don't have any deer while I live. What? So, uh, you want some? Just possums, <laughs> raccoons, and feral cats. There you no. go. I, I got all that, too. What about skunks? They're all my friends, yeah. She <laughs> probably has skunks, too, I bet. Thanks, Maggie. All right. Well, thanks for the, gen- the information. Yeah. We're going to take right, a quick bye-bye. break and come back. And uh, we got Billy McKenzie on the line, going to talk about those poppies right after this at, two, at Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. video (laughs) jerry's up here dancing there you go all right 210-308-8867 the number to be a part of millburgers gardening south texas billy we lost you but give us a call back if you can before the end of the show yeah he 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 just dropped off he just dropped off he didn't he didn't didn't pass no stop it (laughs) all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 8867 just about 8 minutes left. What else you got over there? Uh I got a question or at least Neil got a question that uh took me back to the oh my gosh, 40 years ago when I first came here. Okay. And uh at at after about uh 100 of these questions I decided I would quit recommending soil tests. Oh, okay. Uh, Neil Neil got the question, where can I find the fertilizer called for by my soil test? And uh, the soil test used to be, uh, (laughs) and I guess they still are, they say, well, you need nitrate, nitrogen, and phosphorus. Where can I find a fertilizer containing just those two elements? See, when people get a soil test done, and it's fairly expensive, uh, and they, they, they get the analysis back, they just break it down into elements of, of what, okay. you, what you need. And uh, they don't tell the fertilizer yeah, they... that you can get. And, of course, fertilizers... Uh, ratios are probably different in all parts of the state. So there's no way you can tell somebody to go out and buy a fertilizer that would uh, fit that category. And uh, I met uh, Bob Durs, uh, Dr. Robert Durs, 
was my trainer horticulturist here in Bear County. He was the first uh, horticulturist in Bear County. And uh, it just drive him nuts. I mean, he just couldn't stand it to have to explain to him over and over. You're not going to find that analysis fertilizer. And then he would explain analysis and things like that. And, and then Neil, the way he approaches it, he said, I would not worry nearly so much about the phosphorus as the nitrogen. Phosphorus accumulates in our soil, and it appears you already have a good bit of it. Okay. That's, uh, that, <laughs> that was uh, debunked about uh, 10 years ago when they found out that uh, A&M was using a soil test test the soil that uh, was ranked high. It, it, it gave an unusual uh, high number of phosphorus in alkaline soils. So some people jumped on the bandwagon and said, and Niels Perry amongst them said that uh, you don't need to add any phosphorus. We've got plenty of phosphorus in the soil. You can mine phosphorus out of our lawns, etc., etc. Now, remind me, what does phosphorus do for a plant? It uh, a little. Uh, all of all of pho- need phosphorus to enhance the bloom. Okay, so that's for bloom. the bloom. Yeah. Nitrogen is for everything. Uh, no growth. Growth. Uh, okay. Uh, vegetative growth. But. Yes. If you don't have all, if you don't have a balance, there you go. You uh, don't accomplish a, a lot. <laughs> but there's a lot. Of, there's quite a flexibility in that balance too. So. And so, uh, Neil said, by comparison, your your nitrogen in the soil shows to be almost completed, uh, depleted. Mm. Almost all the lawn food sold in the western 75% of Texas, outside of the piney woods of East Texas, are all nitrogen, with 30 to 40% of that nitrogen encoded or encapsulated time-release form. I would recommend an inorganic type for the highest analysis and most predictable results. So he's recommended fertilizer. So where does that leave the grower, the gardener? First of all, you should have saved your money and sent it up here to our radio show, and we can save you, well, half for half price. We'll tell you what the soil analysis should be and not what you should add. And you'll guarantee that's accurate. Oh, yeah. Okay, and uh, so what? 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 They, what we should add here is uh, Mill Burgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer. It's nineteen five nine. Nineteen fifty nine. That's a good year. There we go. That's a good way to remember it. Nineteen is nitrogen in slow release form. Fifty percent is a fast release. 
50% is slow release over a three-month period. And 4% uh, iron, 12% sulfur, and a uh, 40-pound bag covers 7,600 square feet. Only $49.99. Uh, fertilizer has gone up a lot. Mm -hmm. But that is a fertilizer that you can use for everything. You don't have to buy rose fertilizer to plant to okay. fertilize roses or tree fertilizer to fertilize your trees or et cetera, et cetera. Now, but I don't think you recommend it for containers. No, that's right. Okay, so any, this is any in the soil. In the soil. But yeah, I always wondered about this. Oh, you know, okay. I work with farmers and uh, for ever since I was came here and every year they add a uh, phosphorus to their fertilizer every spring okay for a hundred years some of them farm in the far same farm for a hundred mm. years well if they've been using phosphorus every year and it doesn't leach out of the soil or it's not taken out of the soil how to be able to walk on phosphorus after a hundred years? So think about that. Okay, I will, and uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, we'll we'll discuss it more next Saturday. Right. We are going to say goodbye for today. We want to thank Al for doing a great job. We want to uh, thank you, of course, for listening. I'm Milton Glick. Join us next Saturday back here at the nursery. Closed on Sunday, Easter Sunday, but open on Saturday. See you then on 930 a.m. The Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.